Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R slash legal advice, where OP gives a girl that he met 10 days ago $30,000 to buy a horse and is wondering, wait a second, is this a scam? Our next Reddit post is from How Screwed Am I? I have once again gotten myself into a royally stupid situation. I am so crushingly naive that I scarcely know what to do with myself. I live in the UK. In January, I visited my dad in Hawaii and I met a girl. We spent 10 days together and really hit it off. A lot. We fell for each other. A few weeks later, a big opportunity came up for her. She saw a listing for a horse that would be perfect for her Olympic ambitions. She didn't have a spare $30,000 lying around, and I have more than that in savings, so I offered to lend her the money. Did I draw up a legal agreement with her? Of course not. Now, three months later, things between us are tense. She's pulling back from the relationship. We've gone from speaking for hours every day to barely every few days. She wanted to have an open relationship, and so did I, so we opened it up. But now she's seeing a guy that she met on the island. She's going home to the mainland US in a few days, and she's going to fly out with him for a few days. I'm due to go visit her in almost exactly three weeks, so this will likely mean that she'll have been back only a brief time before I get there. I'm completely tied in knots over this. I feel like I'm acting like a weak doormat and just letting myself be walked all over. My current plan is to speak to her about all this when I get out there and see how it all plays out. I'll be asking her to sign some kind of loan document to formalize the arrangement. My hope is that things between us is just sort of a short-term wobble, but my gut tells me that it isn't. But then again, my gut's been wrong before. So my ultimate question is, if all of this goes south, how screwed am I? I'm assuming that, at this point, considering that I don't have any written evidence confirming our agreement, and that it was 100% verbal, that if she refused to give me back the money, I would have literally no legal recourse. And from that point of view, I should just accept that there's a good chance the money's lost forever. Ah, the classic tale. A man who's young, dumb, and full of optimism meets a pretty young girl and starts spending money on her. I don't know what to say, man. This this happens every day, every single day. Probably not to the tune of 30K, but to the tune of hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars. It happens literally every day, and you're just another sucker, OP. I wouldn't be surprised if there literally isn't a horse. A, a horse for 30K? That seems really low. Hold on, what do the comments say? K 
Careful Bumblebee says, this is amazingly hilarious. Olympic caliber horses are not 30K. They're like 300K. This girl scammed him good. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. 30K seems like a hell of a deal for an Olympic horse. <laughs> good luck, OP. I hope that your future financial and romantic situations aren't quite so, um, how do I say this? Idiotic. Our next Reddit post is from Jaysu. My niece's employer has installed cameras in bathrooms to punish people texting on the pooper. He refuses to take them down. So my niece, who's 23, lives in the grand state of Oklahoma. I live in Michigan. She called me on Sunday basically crying over how fed up she is with her place of employment. She was punished with reduced pay for spending too much time in the bathroom because she was on her period. Her immediate manager is a complete idiot who believes that periods are something that women made up to have an excuse to act flippant towards authority. And when she protested the original punishment, she was threatened with being terminated if she didn't learn her place quickly. She's working her first job in her career after college. Her mother and I are not close. However, my niece and I formed a healthy niece-uncle relationship when she moved to go to college. Because by then, my sister had gone off the deep end with substance abuse problems. First, let's talk a bit about the owner of the company. The owner of the company is a hardcore Republican, MAGA-loving, government-hating white supremacist who has made many, many, many comments that he wants back Jim Crow-era-type laws. He's a firm believer in segregation, and he thinks that the civil rights movement of the 60s was a mistake. From my understanding, a good friend of his is also the judge in a local county-slash-city court. So, the owner tends to do shady stuff and believe himself to be untouchable in the community and above the law. Anyways, things at her workplace have hit new lows recently. Toxic management, unsafe work practices, OSHA codes frequently ignored, the whole nine yards of toxic workplace practices going on. He's lying to federal and state safety inspectors or hiding information from them. Morale is low and turnover is high. Apparently, management decided they have a problem with employees spending time in the bathroom to hide from their toxic managers, scroll on their phones, and basically spend a third of their shift sitting on the pooper. To combat this, they installed cameras in, around, and near bathrooms. Management is regularly monitoring the bathroom cameras and enacting disciplinary action on anyone caught using their phone in the bathrooms or spending too much time in there. The owner, who decided to install the cameras, was called out in a company town hall meeting by many angry employees who thinks that it's illegal. The owner responded, This is my company. No government or lawyer is going to tell me how to run my business. We'll continue to monitor employee bathroom conduct until time theft via bathroom misuse stops. A number of employees have quit. But since this company is one of the main employers in the town, a lot of people aren't able to quit so easily and still pay their bills. My niece is one of these people at the moment, but she's looking for a new job. Our next Reddit post is from Titanic Godzilla. My neighbor is suing me for $235,000 for not walking my child home from the bus stop. I just got served civil court papers and I'm freaking out. The bus drops off the neighborhood kids across the street from my house. At most, the bus is like 40 feet from my driveway. I have a security camera installed. After analyzing the footage, I can see that my son walks across my neighbor's yard, goes to my yard, and comes inside. In the time it takes my son to get home, the bus hasn't even left yet. In all the footage I checked, I couldn't find one instance of my son and my neighbor being on the road at the same time. 
My neighbor is claiming $159,925 for five years of lost wages. Her affidavit states that she can't get a job because then there would be no one to protect my son. And someone needs to protect him from the bus potentially running him over until he's 13. So, by her logic, she's charging $20,000 a year for this. She's claiming another $75,000 for emotional distress for herself and her kids. For, <laughs> for the trauma being inflicted every day of my son almost getting run over by the bus. The school has never called me. The bus driver's never said anything to my son or I. I've waited for my son at the bus stop before, and she didn't say anything to me. Around eight different kids get dropped off at that bus stop, and none of the other parents are waiting besides her. I doubt that it's relevant to the case, but this neighbor has some mental issues going on. Her kids aren't allowed to walk on the grass because it might be sprayed with chemicals. She yelled over the fence last year when we had a fire in our yard saying, The ground is dry. You'll burn the whole neighborhood down. Put it out. We also have a trampoline, and she came to our door to tell us how dangerous it was, and it's just a matter of time before someone gets hurt. She also won't use a lawnmower because they're dangerous. She also shovels her whole driveway for hours because snowblowers are dangerous. I once offered to plow her driveway and she said, Get that machine away from me! What are you, trying to kill me? I don't know what to do. Should I get a lawyer? Talk to her? Sit at the stop for my son? Luckily, down in the comments, someone did the math. So, $20,000 a year, the kid goes to school approximately 180 days a year. That's $112 per day, which is really only 5 minutes she watches the kid walk home, which isn't a bad gig. And if you break that down into an hourly wage, that's $1,344 per hour. Granted, she's only working for about 5 minutes of that hour, but that's a pretty good pay rate. Also, Opie, how are you going to say, I don't know if this is relevant to the case, but my neighbor is also completely bonkers? Yeah, I'd say it's very relevant to the case. Your neighbor is bonkers and she's suing you over a completely bonkers thing. There's no way this lawsuit is going to be successful. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Our next Reddit post is from Smooth Tourist. My ex-boyfriend has run off and he owes me 145,000 pounds. Can I sue? My ex-boyfriend is an entrepreneur with a few businesses. Due to the nature of his business, he moves money across different accounts and has different people holding money for him constantly. As a consequence, he recently had his bank accounts froze due to the amount of activity and he needed to borrow money to pay off his clients in the meantime. If he ever asked for money, he had always returned it to me instantly and paid interest. The same was true of his family and friends. He had a very strong reputation and always prided himself on being reliable and responsible with his money. Because of this, I lent him the money that he needed by allowing him to use my credit card to send people money through PayPal, and in return, he agreed to pay off the credit card in full. He used two credit cards for about $95,000. He assured me that he would pay it off soon once the other money came in. He then asked me to take out a $50,000 loan for him to bet on the Super Bowl. He's in the sports betting industry, so it's not unusual for him to place large bets. He wanted to make a big wager and assured me that once he won, he would return the money. He did end up winning the bet that he made and won a very large sum of money. This Tuesday, he seemingly stopped answering everyone's texts and calls and essentially just disappeared. His family, friends, and anyone else can't get a hold of him. After talking to his close friends, I learned that he has also borrowed money from them and they're all confused and shocked as to what's going on. I don't believe that he'll pay me back, and I'm looking to sue him. I have all of our conversations of him asking me to borrow this money and him admitting that he owes me this money back and him outlining how much money he's going to pay me back, which amounts to $145,000. Do I have a case to sue him for the money that I loaned him without a formal contract in place? As I mentioned, I have proof of our communications and of him admitting that he owes me money through texts, as well as texts from other friends that he's taken money from. I am honestly in shambles because my credit card payments are due soon and I don't have anywhere near this kind of money to pay them off. I'm really struggling and at a loss. Your advice is really appreciated. Um, well yeah, I think you do have a really strong case to sue the guy, OP. The problem is finding him. With 150k from you and who knows how much money from everyone else, plus his winnings, this guy probably has like 3, 4, 500k. He probably just left gone a fart in the wind you'll never see him again op so the so the difficulty isn't going to be suing him the difficulty is going to be finding him to sue man this is my first time reading this subreddit is this whole subreddit just hey reddit i just gave someone thirty thousand dollars slash fifty thousand dollars slash a hundred thousand dollars without having a contract or with no real legal agreement in place now they're not paying me back what do i do well, I guess the best thing to do is to not give random people your life savings. Our next Reddit post is from Kickerberg. I run a small artisanal fruit farm in France. American TikTok influencers destroyed approximately 15% of my crop. Can I prosecute people in a different country? As per the title, I operate a small fruit farm in France that specializes in rare and luxury oranges and other citrus fruits. These are produced in very small numbers and are sold for very high prices to private buyers, restaurants, and upmarket hotels. About two to three months ago, about 15% of my crop had been sliced, squashed, crushed, and left to rot on the ground. I talked with local cops at the time, but no one knew what had happened. We suspected that it was local vandals or perhaps migrants traveling north searching for some food. In the latter case, I wouldn't have minded them taking some. 
This morning, I was linked to a video on TikTok showing an American woman on my farm picking a citrus fruit off the tree, cutting it open, and crushing it in her hand so the juices flowed out. Upon investigation, there are approximately four accounts posting similar content from my farm. It appears that they had been repeatedly squeezing my fruits, trying to get a perfect shot, as a girl can be seen in the background of one of the videos squeezing her fruit before lowering her camera and picking another from the tree. Without getting into specific numbers, I've suffered thousands of euros in lost product, and thousands more from breaching contracts with hotels regarding the supply of fruit. Can I, as a European, prosecute American citizens for damages? I have their identities from their TikTok accounts. Yo, these stupid TikTokers trespassed onto someone's property, stole their property, and then posted videos online to presumably thousands or millions of views of them committing the crimes. Your Honor, I'd like to present Exhibit A. This is a video they posted of them committing this crime. Please give me money. Thank you. Our next Reddit post is from Will Inquiry. My husband always said that my mother was financially abusing me, but I never noticed it. She always used to make me give her money over the years as a condition of us having a continued relationship. About five years ago, my mom needed money for a new car and some house repairs. She owns a property worth £800,000, but had basically no income or savings. She asked me for £50,000, but my husband intervened and stopped me. My mom said that she would write me out of the will and give everything to my brother if I didn't help her. My husband then wrote her an email stating that if we gave her a reduced amount of 45k, this would be a binding agreement that my name would remain in the will and that I would inherit 50% of the estate. My mom agreed, and after a lot of pressure from my husband, we saw a copy of the will, which had my brother and me explicitly named as inheriting half of the estate each. She ended up buying a fancy BMW and getting solar panels installed while we were left broke. In early 2022, my mom passed away. She left everything to my brother, except a token 100 pounds in my name. My brother is refusing to negotiate on the house. It appears that the new will was drafted sometime in late 2021, four years after my husband negotiated me into the will. Is there any recourse or way to uphold this contract? I wish I'd listened to my husband more. He was telling me not to give her this money. We almost bankrupt ourselves for nothing. Man, down in the comments, this gets even worse. OP explains, My mom had previously dangled the idea herself multiple times in the past as well. Over the years, I've given close to a hundred thousand pounds to her with her dangling this inheritance over my head. Oh man, what an awful, toxic family, OP. I don't know much about UK law where this was posted, so my guess is that OP probably has zero recourse for getting half the house, but my guess is that she probably has a very strong case for suing the estate to get back her original loan amount. That was our slash legal advice. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.